All right, we are live. Grizz win. That's ooh, ooh, ooh. right. That's right. Grizz Nation. This is Fight on Montana. Uh, we are celebrating a Grizz win. Yes, we and are. We we need to do beer from now on, dude. I I know. We we need a beer sponsor. We, we need that, a that's beer what, sponsor. We need we need. What, what's your favorite like local brewery? I don't know, dude. But you know what? Um. Um. Uh, there's another podcast that's in the, in the state of Montana. Yeah. And every time they record a podcast at the Grizz fan, Grizz fan podcast, uh -huh. um, they always record and they're always sipping some type of beer. I think it's such a cool thing because they get together and they're like in the backyard or, oh, like, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and they're always just sipping something, man. So, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a little cool idea, man. Maybe, maybe we don't have to go beer. Maybe if you just do something. Like, I'm a big fan. I'm trying to stay away from beer right now. Lord knows I need to be, you know, but even if we just had a little sip of, of something, man, like right yeah. now, tequila, man, that is my thing. I love See, tequila. I've always had, I've just had the regular tequila. I haven't had like uh, Mexican tequila because I've heard that that is like, like smooth tasting. Oh, right? it, it is. A, it's a different taste. So I, okay. I was obviously me being Mexican. Yeah. Obviously growing up, we have all your standard traditional tequilas that are in the actual state. Yeah. Uh, but then one summer, with a couple of the football players, we decided on a spring break to hit in Mexico, man. And we uh, we were all we were all I think we had just turned over twenty one or something like that. Okay. Um, and we we're like, you know what? We haven't really done a trip together. Let's get together with some of the boys, some of my boys from down in California. And we made a trip out there, man. And let me tell you, man, they, they put something in the tequila. It's just different over there. That's it's different. You got to be careful. But, <laughs> yeah, oh, I've heard that. I've heard that goes down real smooth, and then you're like, dude, "Oh my gosh!" There's nothing better than just huh. you know some tequila on the walk on the rocks. You know, maybe a splash yeah. of lime if you want to get a little creative there. <laughs> that's my thing these days, man. That's, man. that's what I'm really enjoying. So that's what we need to do. We because I'm trying to. Say, I mean, I'd love to do the beer, but I'm trying to stay away from it because the body ain't looking too well, man. Hey, we can the do. Sun, we, can get, we can get you a seltzer, and I'll have the beer, man. The seltzer, the seltzer in the beard. That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big win, big win, big year. I mean, oh, I'm super excited for it, man. But before we get into that, we got a couple of Grizz updates that Adam's going to share with you guys. Exactly, exactly. So uh, Grizz update, y'all. Um, soccer uh, on a tread, man. Uh, this weekend, 6-0 to zero against MSUB. Uh, and then 3-0 against Cal State Bakersfield a win in the, both of those. They have a really good uh, this week coming up. They play Colorado State uh, this Thursday at Colorado mm -hmm. State, and then they play Fresno State in Missoula um, at noon on Sunday. So if you're you got nothing to do on Sunday, man, make a trip out of it. Go get go watch the South Dakota game, and then on Sunday stay the night and go watch some Fresno State in uh, Montana uh, Sunday morning at noon. Yeah, no, that that would be that would be pretty pretty interesting, pretty fun, you know. Because yeah. so, how, how does it work? How does it work with that? I mean, are they uh, are there levels to that? I mean, excuse the ignorance for all the fans yeah. that's out there that are avid fans. You know, are, are there different? Like obviously, with football, obviously mm -hmm. you have D three, you have JC three three uh, D three three D two, obviously D one double A, and then you get to D one, um, you know, the top tier kind of a football. Do they have those same kind of tiers? They not not as much, and I could totally be wrong. So if I'm wrong out there, people that know soccer way better than me, you know, let us know on our Twitter feed uh, yeah. at Fight on Montana. But um, I could totally be wrong. I think that 
um, Big Sky, they play in Division One, so that's okay. why you're seeing them. So play. just all all D one. Yeah, so the, you probably have D two and D three, but you just don't you don't have like D one and then the FCS. It's just D one as well, and then Division two, II, Division three. You don't have that. Um, okay, so I'll, if you're Division I'll just one, you're about division, it. Yeah, if you Division one, you're playing. You know the likes of Washington State and Wyoming. I mean, shout out to them. I mean, what a good yeah. start to the season, or I guess exactly. the preseason right now. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's their non-conference, so it's just getting them ready for the Big Sky. And um, yeah. yeah, I can't I can't wait to watch some watch some soccer, man. I, I love watching this team play. And those well, you know what? Now amazing. that I'm, yeah, now that we're so we're so much more invested with the coaches and you yeah. program a little bit more. You yeah. know, it's actually something that I'm 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 pretty excited about. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. when I used to wrestle in high school, I had, um, you know, this uh, this lady that would come to all my tournaments and stuff like that. And she used to be one of the teachers and she was just like, I understand nothing about wrestling. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. But by the end of, you know, a year or two, she was just like really invested in the sport. And I feel like I'm finally hitting that peak interest in, you know, soccer, obviously, to be able to be like, hey, man, I look forward to hearing about the games. I look forward to going to watch them play, too. You know, yep. you obviously yep. still don't understand it enough, you know, but, you know, we're, we're on the right path, I think. You know, you know, I, I need to, we need to say this to Chris. This is just my, you know how like football has the QB club? Yeah. Soccer should have the keepers club. The keepers club. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. And they should, you know, yeah. kind of do what the, the football team's doing um, and, and change it up. I have, I have a couple ideas. We need to get a hold of him and, and say, hey, Chris, we got some ideas. So. Yeah, let's do it. Let's put it together. Let's put it together. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go move on because we've got some more updates. Uh, volleyball. Volleyball had a, a jam-packed weekend. They were in Indy. Yeah. Um, they had three games, three matches. Uh, the first one, they were 0-3 against Drake, so the loss there. But they finished strong that weekend. They played St. Francis with a sweep, three to three matches to zero uh, win there, and then three matches to zero against IUPUI. Um, they have some games this weekend against Prairie View and UT Rio Grande Valley. Um, it's a Texas tournament that they are doing September 9th and 10th, um, which is kind of weird because they, they they have their home tournament and then they go to a tournament and they go to another tournament and then I think they have one more tournament until they start their big, big sky um, conference uh, schedule. Mm-hmm. So is this kind of different how each you know sport works and how they how they do their non-conference schedules so oh yeah like when we said with coach allison i mean she's expecting a huge year for them so yeah i mean keep on the lookout guys keep on the lookout i think it's gonna be a good season and i'm really looking forward to it yeah yeah exactly exactly uh like i said and also cross country uh they had a uh match uh, a meet as we would say uh beatrix i'm gonna say her name wrong for uh, she plays seven out of 25 um, runners. And then Nathan um, Carter was the men, 10 out of 25. UM finished second. Um, I think it was just kind of like a, there wasn't very many teams. I know um, the Cats were first. And then I think Carol was there too. Um, and they were third. So I didn't know if there was three teams uh, there or if there was more. It really didn't say. Um, but I, and then I just took the, the leading, the men and the leading the, the women. Um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, shout out to them and yeah, that's, that's all Grizz updates that we have for you. 
Let's go. Nice and easy. Start to the season. I'm sure there'll be more as a, as a, as the year kind of rolls along. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, Angel, we had some football, and boy, did we have some football, buddy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, we had some football. Boy, did we have some football. <laughs> Good. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did, man. And so I think we give our predictions for last week. You know, yeah. I ended up being 49-14. I got yep. punched in the mouth, obviously, with their with their defense, obviously giving up nil, nothing. nothing. You know, and I think uh, – what, what was your prediction, Adam? Uh, 56-7. Yeah, so we have a little bet going on. But technically speaking, Adam was too off from the scoring. I was too off from the defensive side of things as far as points go. So because of that, we're calling it a tie for this week. We have yeah. a long season football football to go. But, man, how exciting was it? I, unfortunately, oh, don't kill me by saying this. I had to go to Bozeman for a work trip. So I was in enemy territory, <laughs> but I promise you guys, I was repping the hat. I was repping the gear. And I got a couple FUs, but I got a couple high fives. So it <laughs> ended up being awesome. okay. It uh, ended up being okay, dude. Yeah, I mean, but uh, did you have a chance to watch it game day? I had to rewatch it afterwards. You know, yeah. I was keeping up with Grizz updates, obviously through Twitter, through yep. Instagram, those sort of things, social media. Um, and then I took some time on Sunday, kind of throughout the day, just being able to kind of catch up on the game. And, man, I mean, what a good first game. You know, what a good oh, start man. to the season. I mean, obviously, number one thing that sticks out to me, and I was thinking the whole time I was rewatching because I already knew what happened. But I was just like, nobody got injured, you know. Oh, it which wasn't is that awesome? My big thing, yeah. yeah. Nobody got injured. I think there was a couple guys on the Northwestern team that got a little banged up. I, I mean, praise up to them. I hope it's nothing serious, career ending or season ending. Um, yeah. But it looks like everybody got out of the game relatively healthy for the most part. Well, yeah, like Wellnell got a little banged up, and then Fouch got banged up, but they both ran off the field, and then they yeah. both came back uh, to play other other downs. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I didn't get to watch it live um, as I was uh, in the um, hot springs of Wyoming um, and what and playing with my kids in the in the hot waters on a hot day. But uh, it was I got to wa- rewatch it. And uh, it's not a, it's not the same knowing that your team won, dude. It really isn't. It, there's you, an you excitement can, to it, yeah. Th- 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 there's, I feel like, okay, I I know what's gonna happen, and I, I obviously I knew, you know, the, the score and and how we scored because I was totally um, making sure that I was updating on Twitter like you were. Um, but yeah, it, it it was good to have some offense. Man, that offense surprised us with with uh lucas johnson having a having a day um, yeah man but, i mean what what a stud i mean yeah. an absolute stud just being able to watch him um again just really i think for where the offensive line is mm-hmm. you know to what they need in a quarterback and vice versa i think it's that perfect fit obviously yeah. it's too early to kind of really say anything or really kind of make any yeah. type of predictions but man that guy has phenomenal pocket presence yeah. you know I think, um, again, just uh, I was really fortunate. You know, obviously last year we played with Cam and I played with Dalton Sneed. And in those years, you know, where off- offensive line wasn't at the top tier of its play, you know, I mm-hmm. think he did a really good job of just being a, being, ever, being aware of the pocket presence, knowing where he had to be, kind of keep his eyes focused and just filling out the pocket. And I think, you know, Lucas is, is on that same kind of tier as far as players go, you know, being elusive and the dude can run. Oh, man, dude. Well, and oh let's let's kind of start. Like we said, let's start with the offense and what we saw, man. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. Like, like, like we said, just said, you know, Lucas Johnson evading the defense, um, and he 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 showed that he wasn't afraid to 
you know, just run and take yeah. some hits. But also, man, he's got an arm. And what I was really happy about is when he threw the ball, he threw it to where only the wide receiver could get it. So either his guy was going to catch it or no one else was. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that's really important with, you know, not turning over the ball. Uh, some of his passes were were, were beauties. Um, yeah. And so that was kind of what I was kind of excited for. Um, and he didn't seem nervous, man. You know, your I mean, first I think game, I think I think that just comes from experience, man. Man, when you think about his journey, you think about how long he's been really playing football. The true. dude's an old guy. When you look yeah, at true. the you know the age gap of of you know how old football players kind of go. I mean, yeah. he has what seven seasons under his belt right now? Six seasons, seven seasons? Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, spent three three in Georgia Tech, and then he spent. I think he sent two at South Dakota State and then one here, so that's six. Okay, six and six. But still, yeah. man, that, that's a lot of football to be played. Yeah. That, that really is a lot of football to be played. And that was one thing that I, I wasn't worried about. He had been in some some big-time games. I've seen his highlights all over YouTube, you know, when he was at San Diego State, you know, just the type of athlete that he was. The dude's a competitor. And I think yeah. he really kind of fits in well with the rest of the team. I think yeah. the team trusts him and vice versa. He trusts the team, you know. He looks yep. comfortable back there. He looks like, hey, you know what? This is another game. I have a job to do. And and again, he, he just played it really, really well. I mean, even some of the passes that he was making, you know, obviously oh, yeah. still, 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 I know that there's more. I'm sure that there's film to be worked on. I'm sure that he's, he's sitting there being like, okay, I got to be better for next week. Got to be better for next week. Because that's just what an athlete does. That's what yep. an athlete is. But just being able to see him and some of the balls that he made, because they were, they were, they were risky throws, some of them. You know, yeah. But yeah. it was it's that complete faith in receiver that you know. I mean, even that touchdown with Mitch Roberts in the end zone, you know, where he did a little, you know, a, a little comeback in, in into the end zone, and the and the defender was like stomping, you know, stomping, throwing his arms up, all this type of stuff. Oh yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a tight ball. Yeah. You know, that was right to the chest, and that was all Mister Reliable just being able to say, "Hey, I trust you. You trust me. I'll get the ball to you. It's your job to just finish it off and catch it." Well, and that I flowers think, catch that—that's the catch that was like I was like, "Holy cow!" Exactly. When he threw exactly. that flowers, just like right there, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah just just dimes, man, just dimes. Yeah. And you know, ultimately, again, it's too early to tell, but I'm a big, you know, Lucas fan right now. You know, I think we saw some really, really good things, and some of those guys on the Northwestern team, extremely athletic guys. Oh you yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I mean, they, they've had some tough goings with the, you know, with their coaching changes and getting adjusted into a program and trying to build in the back up. But some of those guys were, were big, you know, some yeah. of the guys were big, super athletic, and he was able to play that to, to his advantage and make it work. Well, and, and they, they were going into it with an experienced DBs as well. You know, they yeah. had two, two of their DBs were preseason Southland. Um, I think second team. So these were not scrubs that they were, they were, these yeah, by any means. were going against. Yeah. Um, by any means. So, yeah. You know, and one thing that picked them apart. Yeah. I mean, oh, what yeah. did he end off? What did he end off the game with? I think it was 200 and what, 10 yards, 208 yards or something like that. I want to say 208 yards, or something, something 200, 214. Yeah. Two, yeah just, like that, yeah. just over 200 yards, four touchdowns is a pretty damn good day. Yeah. Well, and he yeah. ran for, I think he ran for 70. So yeah, a little bit over 72. I think he was yeah. the leading rusher. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, great performance from his end. So I got nothing but good things to say. But again, it's game one. He knows it's yeah. just game one. You know, it's really hard to win football games. And the fact that he did it that way, 
it was a great introduction just to what Montana football is and just gave me, you know, some really some, some big things to be excited for for the rest of the year. Exactly. Well, and like you said, you know, there was no injuries that they played some of the twos and the threes. You know, at one time they had the whole offensive line changed as well, where they had a, all the ones out and they had the, everybody else in. Um, so that was good to have some some rotation there. I'm sure. Oh, that- yeah. I'm sure it yeah. was so hot that they had to do that, but it gives more experience that way as well. So, well, you know what? I, 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 I those, those, I mean, it could be a hundred degrees, it could be zero degrees, but you know, if, if it's not convincing enough that they know not to put those players in, you know, that's how Coach Schirmer was. He says, I don't, yeah. I don't care if we're up by, you know, 77 points. If I feel like you guys aren't being productive as a unit, I'll keep you guys in there. And the reason I know that is because when I was a young guy and we were re- being as productive, even if, even if the scoreboard reflected differently, mm-hmm. he'd keep me in there. And so I'm sure it was the same situation with those guys. You only get those rotations out of there, especially being, you know, three guys that are really experienced that have come from bigger time schools, you know, Nebraska, uh, Washington State. I, was, yep. I think it was Washington State and another Nebraska transfer. Yep. And then those two guys on the left side or the right side of the ball, you yep. know. Keeping those guys in, you know, is a huge, huge thing simply because they need the experience. But if they do a good job collectively as a unit, I could totally see them kind of getting out. And so it was nice to get some of those younger guys, some of those twos and those threes into that rotation just for experience, because that's going to be so advantageous, you know, as the years come along. And it sounds like that's kind of the ploy, the long game for these guys. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and one thing that I thought was kind of cool right off the bat, man, um, you know, they had Grossman lined up. As a fullback, at one point that. they had him as a was... receiver. They had him, you know, in their, his regular spot in, at tight end. On the I mean, line. that's how they started off the game. Cole as a yeah. fullback, you know, single back. Yeah, you know, coming. It, it was just a straight up the middle type of play. And I mean, it's a run play. It's just to establish that type of dom- dominance. And I yep. think that's what I appreciate most out of Bobby. He cool. comes and he says, "Hey, you know what? We're not going to do anything fancy." We're going to yeah. just straight run it up the middle to let you know what kind of game it's going to be. Well, and and I mean, they had go like ahead. double, they had a double back as well and a uh, double running back. And then I think that didn't they have a tri- triple running back? Yeah. With, yeah with they had a three back well. at one point. They had a three so, back at one point. Yeah. I think that that just shows, you know, okay, so you, you think we're just going to have a quarterback and a running back back there? We're going to change it up. We're going to have a, a, a lot. I think it was a lot faster pace than we were last year. Um, just with, cause we could, and we could open up the playbook a little bit more. Um, but the pace was a little get a uh, bit better at, and it was just nice to see some different things from the yeah. offense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's even break down the quarters, man. I think we scored 13 first quarters, th- uh, 13, the second quarter, and then we ended up with seven, the third and 14, the last, yep. you know, and it could have very well been worse than what it was. I think we oh, we yeah. missed we missed you know a field goal, a couple extra points, would obviously could have added to the total score. I yep. mean, but uh, but just the the offensive side of things, I think we did a really good job. You know, yeah. I, I think we got lucky with some, not necessarily lucky, but we just dominated on special teams to really give us that advantage to be yeah. in position to be like, hey, the 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 field's a lot shorter right now. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and you, you bring up a good point because special teams were amazing. Um, Patrick Rohrbach, uh, what a leg, man. What a leg. Yeah, uh, I was really, I was, oh, man, I was super excited for him being able yeah. to see. Cause I mean, think about it, man. I mean, going really just kind of being like, this is the dream. This is, mm-hmm. you know, this yep. is what I've always wanted. This yep. is what I've always worked for. I've, I've, I've been to, to, to camps. I've trained on some really, really kind of, 
you know, really experienced people that have, that have had a presence in this game, being able to learn from those guys and then coming to, you know, 30,000 fans, 20, what was it? I think 25,000 fans, almost damn near. I think yeah, that was our, our attendance. 24, 100, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Down. So just right under 25,000 people running yeah. at, at, at the tunnel. I mean, the pressure's all on you, oh, you yeah. know? Because when you think about it, all those other guys have played special teams, you know, for a couple of years already. So he has experience all around him. He's the new guy. Yep. But he's the guy that needs to make it count on those types of plays and those situations and those, you know, that those special teams. And so I think he did. He, I think he did pretty good. You know, well, obviously I mean, has, just like anything else. He punts in the, uh, under the 20. As a, yeah. as a freshman on his first game, you, you wouldn't think that would have happened. And they were good punts. I think he averaged about 43 to maybe 45, 43, 45, which is a good punting average. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and he, I think he, I believe he kicked off as well a couple times, I believe, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it's just about getting comfort, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, it, it, from the looks of things, he has that talent. He has the capability of doing the things that can really change the game because uh, everybody always thinks it's offensive, defense, and all special teams is probably the most important thing. And if Bobby's good at anything, it's special teams. Yeah. Yep. And so that's something that I'm confident that even the small little things that he might need to get better at, I mean, they'll be dialed in as the season kind of progresses. And obviously just being around that, those types of guys, it's just going to build this confidence up to let them know, hey, we got you, we trust you, but we expect good things out of you. And yeah. you should expect that from us too. We, we'll take care of you, but you got to take care of us as well. Exactly. Well, also special teams, man. We were constantly getting in on the punter, constantly. You saw that uh, pressure? Oh, oh my god, man! We'd got one blocked uh, field or the blocked punt, uh, well, field block punt. Wow, yeah. gosh, uh, blocked punt, and then we ran it back for a touchdown, which was awesome. Um, yeah. We had two missed field. I believe we had two missed field goals, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. One might have been a PAT, um, but man, and they kicked away from Bergen a lot. Uh, he was dynamic as well on special teams. Um, I'm still waiting for Flowers to run one back. Um, but man, if you have Flowers and Bergen back there, I don't think any of the teams are going to be punting to us at all. No, no. I mean, it's just a scary thing because either way, yeah. regardless of where you put it, I mean, you're in a potential danger zone as yep. you know an opposing coach to be like, hey, these guys very well might score on us over yep. and over again. So they got to be extremely careful to who they throw to because those guys can block their ass off. And they're mean exactly. too. If you saw some of the plays, I mean, oh, yeah. they weren't backing down. I, I never pointed a time that I ever see one one of our guys back down from from one of those guys. You yeah. know, they're in their face. Obviously, they kept it all in the realm of legal limits, but it was it, it was a good day. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we how many do do we even have any penalties on our side? We did. I mean, I me mean, check. we had. A, yeah, I I mean, maybe I, know I just kind of glanced one over. For, for, for a personal foul. I know he got he was lippy against a couple of them so i think he got didn't he get a personal foul for um chirping at somebody oh i, I might have missed that and I then got a, a pass been. interference as well so okay. i know we had we had some um of the some penalties but not much as western state northwestern state killed themselves they had no um, composure man i mean that's oh, the man. part i mean everybody can be the big dog when they're up but when they're yeah. down, that's when you really start to see the character of who, what, what some of those guys are. I'm not saying that they're bad guys, yeah. but it definitely no, no. challenges you. It takes you to a place because you're so passionate about the game. And sometimes it shows on the field. And sometimes yep. it's just not the right time to show that type of passion. 
Well, I'm trying to. Here we go. Um, their total offense penalties. They had the Northwestern State had ten for 110 yards. We That's had a lot, six. Yeah. We had six for 55. Uh huh. So and I know, I know, I know. Some of them were like false starts and stuff like that. So, but in the grand yeah. scheme of things, I mean, compared to I think what we have seen in the past, I mean. Just the first game, a lot more disciplined team. You can tell. Yeah, way more disciplined. Uh, one well, at, at the first game, like that was a that was a first game to have because that was pretty pretty easy going. Um, I know that you know the offense did really well. They came out firing. Special teams never missed. Man, defense. Mm-hmm. You well before we go into that, let let's talk about the offensive line a little bit. Because yeah, I I have some questions for you because offensive line, we, we go into that before we special. I got a question for you. So was this a good performance? Or you know what I what I look at is Lucas Johnson, right? He is, his capabilities open up the field. He's able to move and, and get away from pressure and make and create, right? So mm-hmm. um a couple of those runs, they weren't really runs that that were planned they were hey runs where i need to avoid pressure so was this a good performance or was this a bad performance and it was lucas was able to make it a good a good performance because he was able to move with his legs well here's, here's what i tell you i mean obviously it goes back to what we're talking about about lucas i think his pocket presence is top tier you know as good yeah. as I've, I've i've seen it in a long time so because of that I think he did a really good job when the pressure was might have been a little bit too much, where it could have potentially been, you know, a, you know, a, a sack for loss, you know, yeah. a tackle for loss in the backfield. I think he made a most of those situations and being able to kind of spr- scramble out of it. If I'm talking about just offensive line play, I will say this. I will say this. It was a lot better than what I thought it could have been. Not saying yeah. what it was going to be, but what it could have been. It was a lot better than I thought. I think those two young guys did an amazing job, given the circumstances, being so young and so fresh and be able to kind of get into that rotation. So I mm-hmm. was thoroughly surprised. McGinnis, obviously, he's a dog. AJ Ford's yeah. a dog. Walker did an awesome job, too. I didn't see too much out of him that I was, you know, necessarily concerned. But you can definitely tell that, hey, this is a football team and an offensive line that really prides himself in that position. You know what I yeah. mean? And so because of that, when you see that as a whole, it just gives you optimism that as the season progresses, the expectation is going to be better. And knowing Germer like I know Germer, knowing Bobby like I know Bobby, that heat is going to be on them in order to be better every single day, game in and game out. And so, again, I did. I, I will say I it was a lot better than what I thought it could have been. But mm-hmm. I do know that there's a lot more that they need to be better at, you know, and and not yeah. to say that they won't be able to win games for it. But I just believe that they can establish themselves as a really dominant, dominant offensive line. And at the yeah. end of the year, we're going to be looking back at the first preview and say, hey, you know what? They, they punched us in the mouth. We said that they that might be the question of the team. That is no longer the case. And we should have never doubted them in the first place. You know what I mean? And that's the type of levels that I think they can get to. Well, it was just interesting if you saw the uh, press conference. I think it was Monday. Um, AJ Forbes had AJ Forbes on, and he, he just said, you know, it, it's it was a good performance, but it's not with what they really really wanted. Um, they've got to get better on communication and as yeah. a unit. Um, yeah. And so I, I think at with those two guys, uh, AJ and Hunter, like I, I really feel like. 
they are true leaders in that 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 realm and i feel like with them they can kind of lead this these young group and i would even say walker is kind of a young young guy in that area because he hasn't played offensive yeah, line mean, he for was, a while he was a defensive lineman in nebraska exactly you know? so and, and, and again, I'm going back to what I said. It's not necessarily the physical capacity of what they are. At the end of the yeah. day, to be a top-tier athlete or just a football player, it's all mental. It's all in the brain. Yeah. And exactly, exactly what goes back to what you just said about AJ. You know, it was yeah. a good performance. You know, I was I was impressed with it because, yeah. of, I mean, it could have been south with some of those young guys. You just don't yeah. know. You know, there there's some things that the game you have to experience in order to be better for it and from mm -hmm. it. And I think everybody can agree with that. But I do think, you know, the level, I mean, the ceiling is 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 not even tapped yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so much more that they can be as, as a unit to put them in even better position, especially late, on, late in the year. Those young guys are going to want, you know, that experience. And so it's better now. And I'm not to say that, you know, you, you want mistakes, but it's better now to hash them out now. So when those, you know, the games that really matter in December, or the, the games that are remembered in December, that's when they can really kind of pull away and be like, you know what, well, we're comfortable with this. We yeah. figured out our communication. We're dialed in. We're all on the same page. Because all it is is just listening to the guy next to you and being able to kind of commit that to the guy to the right of you or to the left of you, you know? Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that, you know, that, that question's not going anywhere. And I think they're going to they're going to get pissed off having to answer it too with mm -hmm. when the season goes along. So, you know, I think they're going to be continuing to work on that craft, continue on the communication. I don't think they're going to get any, you know, with, with injury, hopefully not. Um, I think they're just going to continue to get better just with the growth that they're going to make yeah. with the young guys. Um, and so I can, I, I see them getting better. I don't see them getting worse. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. You know, hopefully, you know, Lucas can kind of still kind of do what he's doing right now. And yeah. that line can kind of grow. They're going to have, you know, this is probably going to be this upcoming game this week is probably going to be their toughest, you know, toughest game until they have to go to Sac State. So they're going to have some games where they can kind of um, work on it and kind of, you know, get things better and, and the communication better and under wraps. Yeah, they have to, they're going to definitely have to dial it in. You know, like you said, I, I agree with you. I think this will be their tougher. I don't think, and I say this, I say this just because I believe in us so much. I don't think it'll be a tough opponent by yeah. any means, you know. But, again, I think it will be their tougher match. South Dakota, we played them back in 2019. And by no means were they the toughest of opponents that we had played. But mm -hmm. it definitely was. You know, you you had to you had to be a little bit more in your game that that, that week. Yeah. You know, and that's not to say that you don't shoot for it to be the top tier of mental capacity for every single game, but yeah. you definitely had to be a little bit more careful. Small mistakes will bite you. You know, where are your eyes? You know, who who's your point? You know, you got a double team on the front side from the tackle to the backer, or are you keeping your eyes on him, but also keeping your you know like a third eye on the defensive end just in case you can help out your tackle. You know, mm -hmm. that's when you really start to elevate it to the next level. Are they slanting in? Are they doing cross plays up the middle? You know, those sort of things. And so again, I'm optim I'm 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 optimistic for these next couple of weeks simply because it'll really start to dial them in and they need these games. Oh, they do. They definitely do. So, you know, we were talking about defense. Let's go to defense, baby. What defense. a performance. Oh my gosh, dude. If you were an opposing quarterback, would you be scared? 
<laughs> no, I mean, 100%. And you saw oh that. My gosh. You saw that. You saw that oh. from the quarterback. Oh, yeah. He knew that. And he was, you know, athletic enough to, to probably be makes a couple guys miss. He made some of our guys miss, you know, right off the bat. But we're yeah. so aggressive. We're so oh, dominating man. in our pursuit that we just overwhelmed them. If one guy missed, there was another guy biting at the angles. If the third yeah. guy, if that second guy missed, the third guy was getting him for sure. And you saw oh, yeah. a couple of plays of that, you know, even even if you did get the ball off, you know, there yeah. was such pressure from the secondary that it was hard for them to do anything. You know, the couple of times that they did have good pass pro, I mean, it was hard for him to do anything. He was back there forever because he couldn't figure out who the hell was open. So yeah. it just goes to testament. Well, they absolutely derailed these guys, man. That was yeah. a dominating performance. And I think that's what you're going to expect for the rest of the year. Well, just one thing that like, like, jumped out at me is how fast like you would think hey we lose jace lewis we leave lose gavin robertson you would think hey we might you know take a step back and you know respect to those guys i don't think we took a step back we're no tremendous, they were we're tremendously fast um you know you know connell has an interception uh but all those guys from Deary Todd to Jacob McGorn to Gubner and, and Alford, those guys that that was really impressive. The front three got pressure on the quarterback where they could have just gonna... left. They could have just left their linebackers yeah. back, and those three were getting enough pressure on the quarterback, and they would have been fine. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the philosophy of that defense right there is. You know, the front the front guys, you know, front three, front four, depending on the fronts that they're in or who they bring down or because I know they, they play three, three, five, is mm-hmm. those guys take up all the box, you know, all the box, and then the linebackers are blitzing all the time in order to kind of, you know, finesse their way, power their way through there in order to get to the quarterback. It's a, it's a really, really smart scheme, but where yeah. it gets challenging is that there's so many moving parts that, you know, your eyes on as an offensive line, you're looking everywhere and you're like, is that my guy? Is this my guy? It's confusion. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's complete madness. Have, have you seen that? Have you seen that guy? I mean, I hate to, I, it's kind of a, there's this little kid that, you know, all over social media that I've been seeing that he's like, like blind. He's a blind mm-hmm. football player. He, and it oh, was like oh. youth football, but he, he signed it for football. He took it on the chin and, you know, he was out there playing, but it's kind of a, it's kind of one wow. of those things is, I mean, that's how I thought the offensive line were. They just, it, it was hard for you Northwestern's front to be able to see anything, keep up yeah. with them, you know? Yeah. And so because of that, all it creates is confusion and chaos and you get out of your technique and you get out of your technique. And then these guys start, you know, literally, literally pile driving you. And I, I was, I was scared at one point. I was like, this quarterback's going to get hurt if you take this like this, <laughs> man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And well, and, and you know, the linebackers, you know, Braxton Hill got, uh, Big Sky player, the uh, defensive player of the week. Shout out to Braxton, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Tackles. What a performance. Yeah. Levi Janicaro forced a, a fumble, blocked a punt. I know that was on special teams, but he's part of that defense as well. Um, yeah. Like I said, O'Connell got a, a interception. He also, I believe, had a, a, a his first sack as well. Deary yeah. Todd had a sack. Um, he looks a lot faster and meaner as well. Um, and yeah, man. governor looked more athletic now oh, than he did yeah. last year too. Yeah. Dude, the monster dude. Oh he, my God. He looks, he looks so fast for a defensive tackle. That yeah. is nuts. Like that is right. nuts for him. I talked to him right before the season. He was just like, I'm trying to find the perfect middle ground to be as athletic as I possibly can be to, in order to keep up that juice more consistently throughout the game. And I was okay. just like, man, 
what a great thing to do. He knows his responsibility. He knows where he needs to be because you could easily be like, you know what, I'm just going to continue to gain weight, gain weight, gain weight. And then just be, yeah, a guy that can plug up the gap. But, you know, if, if you know, the quarterback starts to roll out, I can't keep up with that guy. But yeah. not Gubby, not Governor. Yeah. The Governor, he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll be there. He'll oh, be yeah, there, he'll man. be the first one there, you man. Know, you know who, was <laughs> who, who I was extremely impressed with? Obviously, you said it right there, you know, the, those front guys. I was really impressed with their play. They look yeah. fast, they look physical, and they played – throughout the whole game i'm talking about off quarters it doesn't matter who was in they were yeah. they were they were destroying that front you know you can definitely tell that that those guys were tired i don't know if a elevation thing but i honestly just think it's just sheer force of will you know yeah. they they destroyed their will to be at that stadium and then number two you know who really stuck out to me and i was really impressed with fauci what a game he had nash fauci yeah fauci yeah yeah yeah, yeah he I had a really I, good game too I thought he did a tremendous job just being everywhere, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You know, pass breaking up the tackle, the the pursuit, everything in between. He was yeah. right there. You know, Robbie, you see Robbie coming on the tackle, and then you see Fouch getting up too because he had already been there as well too. Yeah, you know. Yep. Oh my gosh! I mean, impressive performance all the way around. Well, and I and I thought you know what what I saw. Corbin Corbin Walker did had, had some good moments. Yeah, uh, Dawson yeah. had some good uh, or Jordan or. Jaden Dawson had some good moments as well. Uh, it was an all-around dominant performance from a defense. And, man, it just reminds me of, like, you know how, like, blood in the water, right? Sharks, blood in the water. That's what it felt like. There's blood in the water. They're just going to keep on attacking until they, they get what they want. Um, mm-hmm. And, man, they they were able to play the twos and the threes as well. You got to see um, uh, Noose and, and Kale Edwards Garrett Houston, which I still am pissed off at because Garrett did an awesome job of right on the goal line where he he broke up uh, uh, the running back and that should have been a safety. I'm mm-hmm. I am like that, I that thought was, that was that a was safety a, too. That was a freaking safety. Like oh was was, safety. oh I was like yelling at the TV. I'm like that is a safety. You you got it. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I thought it was maybe I'm going insane. Maybe maybe I just don't understand football anymore or something, dude. But. <laughs> I could have sworn I was just like that guy's in right there. That should have been you know points on our scoreboard for sure, exactly. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it all it all just boils down to the mentality. You know, it's a culture that yeah. that that you know Bobby's been able to create. You know, and that's one of the things is is I think a lot of times as fans, you know, outside of the realm, and some people that don't necessarily understand football, they, they I mean they expect you know oh we got some good guys that it's going to be instantaneously to be able to develop a program. Mm-hmm. You know. But it it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Everything takes time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was actually I was I, on the way back from Bozeman. I just had like a podcast on, and he said this. He says, "Why is Mama's cooking so good?" I was like, "Here she fills it with love, passion, but she takes the time to mm-hmm. make sure that it's a good meal." And obviously, it's a whole different philosophy for obviously for food, but it's the yeah. same philosophy. You know, when you kind of really kind of dumb it down to the core foundation of what it is. You know, good things take time. Building programs take time. Building good players take a lot of time, take a lot of effort. And you can see the fruits of that labor kind of coming about. And again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's game one. There is a lot of season to be played left. But again, I'm just, you know, I mean, it was a fun game to watch. And I wish I would have been there. I'll be there this weekend. But last weekend, the whole time I was just, I was was kicking myself. I was like, man, I should have stayed. I should have stayed. You know, just didn't have that chance to. Well, I'll be jealous. I'll be sitting on my couch watching. So 
Um, hopefully, I'll be able to get up there soon. Um, you let me but, know, brother. Let me know. Uh, we'll we'll link will, up. Yes, definitely. Um, but yeah, I I think the one of the main things is is if we can stay healthy, man, yeah. the sky's the limit. And and I was glad that, that we we stayed healthy this week. Um, and hopefully yeah. we, we continue that. That's so, my big thing, man. That's yeah. my big thing. That that is my you know, uh, knock on wood, stay healthy. Yep. You know, remain competitive. Make sure that the bodies kind of keep up with them because the beginning of the season, I mean, right before you start camp is the best that you're going to feel all year. Yeah. And after that, you know, a lot of it is mental, being able to take all those hits, especially from a good football team, because you know they're out there hitting, and they're hitting hard. They're not taking it easy on each other. And, again, I had mentioned this before, practices were the harder part of the week. Practices were so much harder than the games. You know, and there's a purpose and the philosophy behind that, you know. And he yeah. does it, and Bobby does it just enough to say, hey, you know what, this is going to make us a better football team. I promise you, you have to trust me on this. And again, you can see that those guys aren't afraid to hit, aren't afraid to hit. They're 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 no stranger to to pursue. I mean, they're dialed in and they're on a on on a routine of how yeah. it's supposed to go. And there's an expectation. And again, you see that in all phases of the game. Oh man, well you you mentioned like the you know the hits uh, when we, they had Braxton Hill on, and you know I, I think you've probably had it. I've had it as well. When you get like a a, a face shield on your your forearm, you could tell he got hit somehow, and he had this big old bruise on his his forearm. Uh, it looked kind of like road rash, man. But uh, yeah. It, it, was, it was not fun, man. Oh my gosh, it's, it looked like it. It was painful. Oh man, it's not fun at all, man. Yeah. I remember one time I was on the goal line, um, and it was inside zone playing. A running back came in, but he had he didn't have a hole because it was so plugged up. There was, you know, you know, fourteen bodies right there in that small little gap, and he said, "You know what? F it. I'm just gonna hit one of these guys, and hopefully they take me to the promised land." And I remember it was in between me and the center. I think Cooper Sprunk was playing at the time and he, he ran into my elbow and I swear the rest of the season, he just bugged me, bugged me, bugged me. Oh. But it's one of those things is you're just trained to be like, Hey, roll out the shoulders. It doesn't matter. We yeah. did our job here. We need to do our job. You know, yeah. rain, snow, sleet, doesn't matter. Sunshine. And again, that was another thing that I was worried about. I mean, those guys handled the heat like a champ. Granted, oh, yeah, man. we had the smoke kind of help us a little bit. You know, there's a little bit kind of that coverage in order to kind of make it just a little bit cooler. But it yeah. was still a freaking hot day. And, yep. I mean, it looked like they didn't miss a step. Well, and I think I think what the good thing is this weekend, I think it's supposed to be a little bit cooler, right? It's supposed to be in the 80s. Uh, I think so. I, I haven't checked it for this week. But I definitely knew that that was one of the hotter games that, they, that these guys had played. This weekend it's supposed to be eighty. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I think it was football weather. I think it was one of the hottest games played, if I'm not mistaken. If I've heard, I may have heard wrong, but that's what I thought I had heard that it was one of the hottest games ever played at Washington Grizz. Yeah, hundred so, percent. I mean, and again, they look like they didn't miss a step. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I was expecting to see a lot of guys going for cramps and stuff like that, but you didn't see that. So, shout out to the 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 staff as well, keeping those guys hydrated and, and everything like that. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. So all around, man, all around, it, it, was, it was a good first game. I'm really impressed with it. And I get, again, this, this week is going to really be, you know, kind of a little bit more of a showing to see where this football team is. Cause I think everybody expected, everybody expected to, for the game to go that way, you know, yep. maybe not a shutout. Like I was totally wrong. I don't know why I said 14. If I said 14, 
in my brain, you know, the whole weekend, I was just like, these guys are going to score on them. I don't know why I said 14. How disrespectful of me. I'm well, sorry. I said guys. seven, man. I said seven. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, going into this week, it'll be a little bit more of a testament to see, you know, how strong the defense is, you know, how strong is that offensive line front, you know, and then obviously yeah. we, we're stacked all the way around to really kind of be able to have a good game to be able to come out with another w, another W this weekend. Well, hey, I got a uh, fan, um, friend of the podcast, Mike. Shout out to you, Mike. He got us a question because I, I I put it on Twitter for anybody to, uh, if you had questions or thoughts on the game. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, so uh, his question was, after week one, what do we know now that we about the team that we didn't already know, and what do we still not know? I would say w- Lucas Johnson. We we know that. I, I would think coming in, I I didn't know what we were going to get from him. I know what he he had. I didn't know that it was going to be to this capability. I would still say that what we don't know, we don't know. We 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 know how we have a good line. We don't know what they will be at the end of the year, and so. You know, I think also with wide receiver, who's going to make that that next step? We had flashes of flowers. We had flashes of um, other people. Uh, but who's going to make that next step after Mitch? You know, mm-hmm. um, so that's what I'm wondering. I'm glad that, you know, we know that it's going to be probably a four man running back group, which that, that's awesome because I feel like it was so awesome. The uh, Marcus going for a touchdown. Oh, how sweet was that, dude? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was so, so – I mean, you can tell. And, and that's one of the things, too, is that for being away from the game of football for, what, two years at this yeah. point? Yeah. A little bit over two years? Yeah. I think you did an awesome job. Yeah. Awesome job coming back yep. into it. You know, I, yep. I think it's one of those things is – it. I, I hate to say this, but I know in the back of your mind, or I would like to assume in the back of his mind, he's thinking he was just like, okay, what is this weekend going to look for me? Yep. You know, I want to stay healthy. I want to be extremely competitive out and I, I, I want to do right by the team. You know, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure those were thoughts I was kind of going through his head. And so the fact that he did it in that type of fashion, being able to score a touchdown, make some good plays, show some flashes of greatness. I think one, it's going to do wonders to his confidence. And I think, I think he's just going to take off running from here on out. You know what I mean? Yep. And again, you, and I think, I think going back to kind of Mike's question, I think, you know, the quarterback question has been answered. We know we have a dog in Lucas, you yeah. know, I think the offensive line, how good can they be? We saw flashes of, okay, you guys are a good, good unit. Yeah. How great do you want to be? How great can you be? You know, I think that's the kind of question to be answered. Another question that was answered this weekend, too, our defense is the most competitive I've ever seen it be, yeah. you know? Even to last year. I thought last year we were just studs, a freak of nature type of defense, and I think this year's gearing up to be even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and it's just well, we have to, you know – don't get too hyped up, you know. It's one game. Yep. You know, it, you don't you don't go off a season off of one game. It's a game of you know 13, 14 games, and we we're just on number one. Uh, it's it's a yep. journey. It's not one thing that I am. I uh, you know I'm I'm hopeful for the future is obviously our extra points, our extra points and our field yep. goals. Yep. You know, we struggled with that a little bit. I think we missed two field goals, yep. and then uh, and then also. Um, um, not two field goals, two extra points, and then one field goal. Yeah. You know, obviously, again, going back to what I said early in the podcast, you know, if there's one thing that the Bobby's good at is his special teams. Yep. So I am I'm 100% confident that he's going to be able to kind of sort that out, figure out who those best guys are, put us in the best position to obviously win football games. But that's something that obviously was, was you know, because that's, you know, five points off the board right there. 
Oh yeah, and, and and it's... and and in true test games, you go deep in December. You're playing NDSU regardless of where you're at, kind of in the bracket. You're gonna want all five of those points in order to kind of make sure at the end of the game that you guys win. And that is my big thing. That is my big question. Yep. Well, and it was actually two field goals and one extra point. So two field goals, one extra point. Yeah, that's, that's backwards. Seven, that, that's seven. That's seven points right there. Then I'm I'm, I'm backwards on. I'm backwards and, on. But and, still, yeah. And a safety. That's nine points. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> man. So again, dude. So I think those are the questions because obviously I, I, we'll we'll get some challenges. We'll get a couple tests, but I don't I don't think until the second half or maybe midway through the season that's when we'll really start seeing some teams that it's like, okay, how good are we? How good can we be? So that's yeah. my big questions moving on forward. But I think all the questions that we talked about last week have been answered. Who's yeah. QB1? How are the running backs going to do? Thinking about Marcus being away from football for so long. His kind of transition back to offensive line is a defensive front. And that's one thing that I've noticed that's different than this year compared to last year. I, I think that front, that defensive front, are relying a lot more on those interior guys mm-hmm. as opposed to last year. I, You know, there was just kind of a feeling that I felt like they relied on those outside guys to be able to give that pressure, obviously, and Joe Babros and Justin and those sort of things. And so so those new guys are that at that end position. They're going to rely heavily on those interior guys in order to be able to make it work, you know? Yeah. And obviously, I saw Jacob, again, he got a, he got a, a sack in the game. Yeah. How awesome. I've said this multiple times. Yeah, I struggled with him so much, and so I'm finally happy to be like, dude, one game, one sack, you're killing it already. Let's go. Exactly. Let's do it again next week. Let's get two next week. You know what I mean? Exactly, man. Yeah. Well, hey, let's speak about next week. We've got a uh, new team coming to town, man. The we do. South Dakota Coyotes. I don't think it's Coyotes. I think it's Coyotes are coming to town. They should be. Uh, they were ranked 26. Let me see if they are actually in the top 25 now. But they were preseason in the uh, the top 26. But uh, mm-hmm. but they are. From the Missouri Valley Football Conference, uh, which is they, probably our most competitive conference. Yes, exactly. To, to the Big Sky, I think that they're the most competitive conference. It's always a toss-up, back and forth. A lot of times in the playoffs, we we see a lot of those guys. Yeah, and yep. obviously for the past few years, they've been dominant and obviously being able to win the national championship. You know, time and time again, with the exception of James Madison winning what was it a year, two years ago. Uh, yes, yes, I think it was yeah. two years ago. Yeah, it, yeah, they, they are ago. not in. They are not in the top twenty-five because they got shellacked by Kansas State. They did. <laughs> so they did. What not. was it? What was it? Thirty-four zero. Thirty-four to zero. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, well, little uh information on South Dakota. They finished last year, uh, twenty-one twenty-two season, tied for third with uh SDSU in Southern Illinois. Um, they then lost to Southern Illinois in the first round of the playoffs, 22 to 10. Um, like I said, they were the stats preseason number 26 team. Um, they are not 26 now. They're a little bit back. Uh, they lost to Kansas State last week, 34 to 0. Uh, one interesting thing is they probably have the hardest schedule in the FCS. You think so? Okay, so they play K State at at yeah. Kansas State. They then play number three Montana. Okay, then they 
I think they have a, an easy one, but they play number one, two, three, five, and nine, and they play K State. That's a tough one. That's a tough schedule right there, boys. They okay. have, and, and I will say this. I will say this. One yeah. thing that to be optimistic about on their side of things and worried about on our side of things is twenty of those thirty-four points were scored in the first quarter. Yeah, you know, getting yeah. the jitters out. You know, and then from there, I think the last couple. I mean, they scored one in the one in the second, one in the third, and then zero in the fourth. So mm-hmm. it looked like as the game went on, their got defense better. got more comfortable. You know, they got a little bit acclimated to the – obviously playing in front of 50,000 fans. It's a little bit of a shocker. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yep. Yeah. It well, kinda, and kinda, one one thing that was kind of cool too, these – this and I didn't know this until I kind of did some research. They've faced an FBS team every year since 2010, mm-hmm. except for the COVID year. So they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not going to be afraid coming into La Grizz um, knowing that they've – they play and they're expected to play farther out. All these FBS teams, they play North Dakota State. I, they're not going to be ready for the sound um, that Wagriz makes. But um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Angel, that, that they, they did actually end up answering some of their questions too. Uh, and we'll get into those some of those questions that they had that they answered. Um, this isn't a bad team. No, it's not a bad team at all, no. which is why it's going to be the testament to seeing what our offense can really do this upcoming week, especially yeah. if they come out playing, you know, pretty aggressive football. Because, again, first quarter, first game of the year, you know, playing against, a, you know, a top tier. And I, I think Kansas State's a pretty good football team, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, is there old – what was that old NDSU coach? Is he still coaching there? No, Craig Bull is in Wyoming. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then yeah, hundred percent. But again, you know, I've had, I I have respect for the program. I think they, they they play really really hard football. You know, it just always seems to be just not there as far as being a top tier program at yeah. that high level. You know, but I do think that they're a good football program. And the fact that they were able to hold them, you know, fourteen to three quarters, it's something to be okay. We got to keep our eye out for that coming into obviously Wild Grizz, especially doing at their home. You know, because yeah. I could easily see you know if team scores twenty on you in the first. You know, a lot of teams would completely fold out, and that that score is going to be 67-0 by the end of the game. You know, so being able to say, hey, you know what? We have some pride to have right here. Let's see what we can do with it. You know, it's one of those things is like, okay, we got got a battle ahead of us this upcoming week. Let's see what we can really do on offense. Let's see who kind of steps up. Obviously, Mitch being the star of the game on the receiver corps, you know, Junior Bergen kind of coming into that round two of just being just absolutely dominating. Let's see if they can do that next year and maybe get Fonts in a little bit, you know, maybe get Malik in a little bit, you know. You know, so they got they got the talent on our side to be able to do it, you know, but it's not going to be a pushover game by any means. And that's where you go back to what you said at the beginning. You know, this is probably the toughest game on the first, you know, half of the season that we're probably going to be able to see him play. Exactly. Well, let's kind of go over some of the, the guys that they have, you know, just to shout out, uh, you know, they, they've got a court quarterback that that's, has experience. He this is his third year there. He's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name's Carson Camp. Uh, he has four, he needs 400 passing yards to enter the South Dakota or the University of South Dakota top 10 on the passing list. Um, yeah. The one thing that that is kind of deceiving is. All of last year, he did not throw over 30 passes until the playoff round, and he threw 31 in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think they were kind of opening the playbook to him slowly. Last week, they, he threw 34. 
So I'm mm-hmm. thinking that they're going to be throwing a little bit more. Um, he went for, you know, last year, uh, 65% completion, uh, a little over 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, he didn't, he didn't do well last, uh, last game. It, he, he missed some open, open receivers and um, some way, way open guys. And I think that kind of, he felt the pressure. He felt the pressure mm-hmm. of that defense. Um, and so they've got some guys that are really good uh, wide receiver. They have a, a, a great wide receiver coming back, Carter Bell. Uh, he's also a return specialist um, for them. Um, one interesting fact of South Dakota, they are one of the 10 schools that have had a kick return and a punt return last year for a touchdown. Um, I think we're probably Montana was probably one of the 10 as well. Um, so they do have some experience on kick return and punt return with Carter Bell mm-hmm. and Wesley, I'm going to say his last name, Ilador. Um, and so uh, their returning leader is Carter Bell on the wide receiver side, they do have a Montana, uh, Montana state transfer, Jack Martins, um, who did pretty well last game as well. Uh, but they, they've got some good wide receivers. You know, he, Carter Bell is the second team, all Missouri Valley preseason. Um, but the one thing that they kind of answered is their running back situation. They, in the spring, they lost their leading rusher to, I believe, an ACL tear in Nate Thomas. Oh, um, he was replaced by Shamari Lawrence, who had gotten injured the previous year. He did really well against K-State. He had 14 rushes for 84 yards. Um, so I think that they've kind of found a guy there with that can come back from that injury and kind of um, take over for that running back position. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so again, just going reiterating what I just said kind of a little bit earlier. They're they're not a pushover team by any means. No. You know? No. Just like anything else, winning is extremely hard. No. And so it's just gonna be another testament. But again, you know, I I wholeheartedly believe that our atmosphere is far and away way better and way different than even with a fan base of fifty thousand dollars over at you know, Kansas State. Yeah. I think I do think that the atmosphere is electric and obviously them having a player from Montana state, he knows what it's going to be. And yep. you know that he's talking to those players right now saying, Hey, we got to step it up because yep. everybody's a different football team. Whenever they travel to Missoula, Montana, and everybody knows that nobody argues with that. Yep. You know, they do well, things differently. They try harder. It's just yep. one of those games that they just creates that type of height in their minds. And so again, I think we're so accustomed and so comfortable being, hey, it doesn't matter. We can go outside on the dirt right now. We'll still beat your ass. It's going to be one of those things is we need to come in with the mentality, you know, and be able to say, hey, this is just in the game. We're going to dominate. And that's what they need to be looking to do this upcoming week. Well, and it'll be interesting, too, with our defensive line. Uh, South Dakota brings four of their five starters back, excuse me, uh, on their offensive line. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it is a offensive line that has some experience. They do have a, a preseason All-American in their left tackle, Alex Jensen. Um, they are the only team other than North Dakota State who has ran it so many, or ran it more than um, everybody in their conference. NDSU mm-hmm. runs the ball a lot. South Dakota last year was a running team. I don't expect them to be a running team this year. I think it, they're going to probably try to even it out with 
opening up the playbook. Uh, but th- th- their offense is going to have to rely on their offensive line and and those offensive people that they have on their offense. Their defense, mm-hmm. uh, just to go uh, shortly, guys, just to go into their defense, uh, they've got eight projected starters that have experience. Uh, their defense has improved over the last three or four years. Um, they were atrocious <laughs> five years ago. Um, but they, they had – they have some experience on the defensive line, but it's pretty young. And so I think that that's going to be kind of bode well for us with kind of um, working out our offensive line. Uh, they have a pretty good core of linebackers. Uh, their first team all-conference linebacker, Brock uh, Mogensen, he had nine tackles at K-State. Uh, they also have a transfer from Akron. A linebacker, Michael Scott. He had seven tackles. Michael Scott, huh? I Michael saw that early Scott. on the dev top. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> seven tackles, and he had two sacks. Um, he played 27 games at Akron. Um, they've got a kind of a a, a, a pretty good um, safeties and cornerbacks where they've they've had some experience. Um, so it, it's not going to be a a North Dakota state. We're not expecting North Dakota state, but they do play North Dakota state. They do play Northern Iowa. They do play South Dakota state. They're They're going to be ready for a game. Um, They've got some guys that, Hey, if we're not ready, we're, we're going to, we're going to be in a dog fight. Um, But I don't think that this is going to be a close game. It might be close for maybe a quarter or two. I don't think it's going to be that, that close. Um, But, you know, who, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Um, do we have the better And then team? also, too, one advantage that they have, I mean, again, it's, it's unfortunate that obviously Northwestern State has, you know, has some coaching challenges, having to move yeah. some people around. Yeah. Obviously, this is a different story. Yep. You know, consistent coaches that have been there for a little bit of a while, you know, those sort of things are adjusted, they're acclimated, they know what those expectations are. And yep. so, again, that's going to be an advantage to them that a lot of people don't think about. You know, coming from last week to this week, which, again, I don't foresee it being an absolute nail-biter to the last minute on the one-yard line. But at the yeah. same time, it's not going to be the same kind of out, outcome as it was last week, simply yeah. because – they have a lot more systems in place. They have some experience all over the board. You know, they're, they're getting a little bit experimental, kind of maybe balancing things out on their run game to their pass game and yep. see what kind of things kind of throw them off. You know, one thing, obviously, you put those offensive linemen against our front three, our front four, plus our backers. I'm taking our backers 10 out of 10 times. I don't care what you say. I've seen the most disciplined players to be around get, you know, mind boggled just because of the speed that we bring to the table. And yep. the confusion that we do on our defensive scheme, which is obviously plays out to our advantage. One thing that I am kind of thinking about is, you know, I think we do a really good job of obviously bringing the heat to be able to have that pressure. I'm, I'm interested to see teams kind of go and attack our middle or, or you know, our, our kind of the mid game. You know, mm-hmm. I think our, our deep coverage is, is pretty locked down. You know, I think our short game is pretty locked down. Our red game is pretty locked down defensive wise. You know, I'm interested to see if teams try to expose you know, mid, 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 mid length passes, you know what I mean? Yeah. The middle of the field, see if, see if they can take advantage of that a little bit and how Montana is going to respond. Somebody, because I, I see some gap there. 
you know. Well, but, and that's what I kind of saw too, and we and I didn't get to it. That's gonna that last year that was our our, our kryptonite, right? And you kind of saw that a little bit with southeastern Louis or southeastern Louisiana. Wow, Northwestern State is they they were able to hit the middle. How are they going to stop you know that from happening? Um, yeah, if they, if the if they got anything, obviously they only got a few things off. Obviously, yep. us being able to adjust to honestly, you know, a team that we really didn't have a whole lot of film on. You know, yeah. we don't, we didn't really know what to yep. expect on their offensive side of things as far as the do- uh, defensive game plan. We did an awesome job, oh, yeah. but I'm just kind of interested to see, you know, as the kind of, you know, the rest of the year kind of progresses, what their kind of their attack plan, what they plan on doing in order to kind of make sure that hey, you know what, we bring so much pressure that it works out in our favor. You know, yeah. that we we leave some of those gaps in the middle open. Or is we just a little bit, obviously, game plan, the game plan, team to team. And yeah. so I'm interested to see if they try to test that a little bit, you know? Yeah, well, it'll be interesting, too. Like you said, you mentioned it. Last game, their coaching staff, we didn't – we had we knew what who who their coach was, but we didn't maybe didn't have a, a lot of film on, on them. We, Bobby had said they already pre-gamed for this team way back in the spring. They already had mm-hmm. – breakdowns of this team so it's not like they haven't they don't know what's going to happen so this team Mm -hmm. they they already they already have a a a schedule of what they're going to do they already know what they're going to want to do um so it's going to be a little bit different of a game um probably a little bit less scoring um just because i think the competition is going to be a little bit raised here um so i'm excited to get your prediction are you ready to get prediction wise I want to hear yours first. I want to hear yours first. Okay, so I got to get to mine. Because uh, uh, I, I think I went I went first last week. You go first this week. Okay, so I was nulling it around. Uh, I'm going to say – oh, I keep on going back and forth. I'm going to say 36-14. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say 38-14. Oh, jeez. You know what? I, I messed up last week. Last week, I did too many points. I did 14 last week. That was a mistake. I'm going. I'm going three points. I'm going thirty-eight three. Thirty-eight to three. I and this this is this is you know a challenge to our offense, our defense, but also you know kind of a little bit of knack on theirs. I don't think that they're going to be able to handle our defensive pressure. And I think if anything, they get lucky with. I mean, obviously we were able to keep them. I mean, Northwestern State out of the fifty for majority of the game. You know, yeah. before being able to cross late late in the game. Other yep. than that, I think it's the same story. It's going to be they're going to struggle. They're going to struggle a lot of four and outs. Maybe a play, excuse me, maybe a play here and there. But ultimately, I don't see them kind of hitting the home, you know, especially after their performance last week. I think our defense is, is just as top tier as even like a Kansas State. I mean, they can compete with the best of them. So exactly. I truly believe that, you know, I, I can see that happening. If anything, they get lucky with the three-pointer. So I'm rooting for, you, for our defensive guys, man. That's the challenge exactly. for you guys. We better come out there and – Whoop on these boys. Exactly. And again, big challenge on our side. O-line has a big week, a really, really big week. You know, they're yep. seeing a little bit more of a talented, a little bit more of a structured, a little bit more of a disciplined team this week. And we're going to see, you know, again, how how much they can raise the cap of being of being a good offensive line. Because they're good already. Let's see yep. if they can be great. Let's see well, if they can take it to the next level. It's going to be interesting, too, because uh, if, if you listen to Riley Corcoran's uh, podcast, they had the uh, their radio guy on, and he mentioned that their quarterback last year got hurt, kind of banged up, but he kind of played through it um, and kind of was a little shaky with getting hit. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to say that maybe he's like that way now, you know, you kind of grow through things, but if he is still that way, he's going to get hit. <laughs> he's so, gonna he, get he's hit. Re- so he's relying on those offensive guys. And I'm yeah. telling you right now, yeah. I'll take Gubner. I'll take Eli. I'll take, <laughs> yep. you know, Todd, you yep. know, it doesn't matter. I'll take those guys any day to put a whooping on those guys. And so I truly, truly believe it's going to be a long day for them too. And they're not going to know what hit them. Cause the more I talk, the more I want to be like, dude, I want to change my score. No, 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 no. You said, what'd you say? I said 36, 36, 14. I already wrote Where'd you get 36 from? You you either going to go for, you either going to get the go for two on something? You know, I don't know. I, I, I just think they've got to be at least a three, a three, um, touchdown favorite, right? Yeah. At least, um, I think we might get a safety. Um, do we miss some extra? Do we miss some uh, PATs? I don't know. Um, do we get? Because I'm going, goals? I'm going five five teddies in a field goal. That's what I'm shooting for. Okay, that's why I'm coming up with thirty eight and okay. three. Obviously, just because I I don't expect me to get any more. But if you're thinking that we at one point in time, because we did do it this past weekend, that we might go for an extra, for like an extra, uh, for, yep. go for two. I yep. could totally see that happening yep. simply because we did it last week. So who knows? They may, exactly. Maybe they want to practice it a little bit. Yep. Well, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it just stuck out to me. I, I, I knew we're, we're probably, I don't even know what we're a favorite on it or what the, the line is, but. Um, I don't know if yeah. I'm allowed to say this, man, but I mean, I'm going to, I'm putting all my money on Montana. Let's just say this. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, did you, uh, you look up your big sky predictions? Did you get that? Big you sky predictions? Yeah, you said you were gonna try to try to look up your predictions. Did you did you get that? You know what, man? I'm a I'm a POS. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot to do it, dude. Oh. oh it's okay. It's all right, man. It's all right. Oh gosh. Oh we'll right. get it to you. We'll get it to you. We'll get no, it to no, you, it's all right. It's all right, man. You had you I had work. a huge weekend, man. You had a you had a busy I was, weekend. I was busy. I was busy, man, but I apologize. No excuse. I'm no. sorry, guys. I'll let you guys down. No, no. Well, you know what? Uh the graphic behind us is created by angel so uh you haven't really seen all of it i would totally check it out tomorrow as we're recording this we'll we'll have this on wednesday for you um but remember to rate review and subscribe guys we are a part of the fcs fans nation youtube network um yeah. so totally you can see these one thing that i want to say about those guys i mean what what a bunch of good guys too yeah. you know it's one of those communities that you always get a little bit kind of nervous joining simply because they're, they're I mean, they're super fans. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. They're super. Just like us. Like, you know, they, they study these games. They're passionate about these games. Our teams are playing their teams, vice yep. versa, man. But all in all, and through and through, man, I mean, it, it, it's a great channel to be a part of. Gives us an opportunity to share with some people that not, might not normally listen and vice versa. Check out the page. You know, listen yeah. to some of the podcasts. They, they've got some talented people, like way better than us, that actually you know <laughs> n- know what they're talking about. And so, because of that, man, I mean, again, just a great group to be a part of. And so, we're so su- we're super grateful for the opportunity. So, FCS fans nation uh, on YouTube, uh, you can yep. find them on Twitter too. They got yep. tons and tons of pages, you know, uh, team specific that, and they give some really really good insights. So, give them a shout out, give them a follow, and then also again. Wait, rate us. Give us a review. Exactly. You know, subscribe man. to us. And you know, let us know what you guys want to talk about. If we miss something, we appreciate these questions. And again, it's a it's a podcast for the people, and that's all that really matters here. For the people. Uh-huh. Like like always, guys. Yeah, it, exactly what Angel said. Uh get a hold of us. 
um, and cheer hard for your Grizzlies this weekend against the Coyotes. And mm-hmm. uh, we will see you again next week, as always. Mm-hmm. And go Grizz. Go Grizz. Fight oh. on, baby. You got me this weekend. <laughs>